Oh, hi, and welcome to Don't Fuck with the Original. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> if you guys don't know what that video is, it's fucking hilarious. Anyway, welcome to Don't Fuck with the Original. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. Except it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> so we had to change the podcast date because tomorrow is Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and I usually have family stuff on both days, the Wednesday and Thursday. So Becky was so kind to change the day, so you get us early this week. <laughs> well, we I don't know why I just said it. Da -da 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 NFL is coming on. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's, it actually isn't. Like, we don't want to get anybody's hopes up. <laughs> like, no. Still a piece uh, of garbage. That's going to be my whole thing tonight, anyway. <laughs> we figure most of you are probably going to have plans for Thanksgiving. If you uh, celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, early Thanksgiving. But if you do have plans... Um, this will probably fit into everybody's schedule, so... So, tonight we are covering a subject that is very taboo in the Navajo, um, culture. They usually don't like to talk about them. It's kind of like that movie The Village, those we don't speak of. They don't even like to say their names because they kind of have a, um, a Slenderman lore where if you think about them or talk about them too much or research them too much, they tend to come and find you. And they are called skinwalk hairs. <laughs> skinwalk hairs. We're both slap happy tonight. Sounds like so a horrible go great. French accent. Skinwalk hairs. <laughs> I'm so scared of skinwalk hairs. <laughs> so, um, I did post on the page to have you guys write in if you had any stories. And we did get a couple, so thank you guys for... Uh, sending those in. We will be reading those a little bit later. Uh, but first, of course, we want to kind of go into what a skinwalker is and kind of give you guys a little bit of a background as to what they can do, um, where they're most known for, what they look like, all that kind of fun stuff. So if you've never heard of skinwalkers before, they are, like I said, part of Navajo culture. They are a harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves in a, as an animal. They are shapeshifters, basically. Also, before I forget, we are citing uh, <clears throat> Wikipedia and this um, article that I found from Legends of America. And um, I keep getting a message that I need to go away. Legendsofamerica.com <laughs> is the other one that we are citing. And um, Becky will also be citing a YouTube video that she will go into later. Yeah. So... Like I said, they are usually a harmful witch who shapeshifts. Now, there's usually some kind of ritual that they have to go through to become a skinwalker. There's apparently something you can... There's a song or something that you can do to become one. I personally am fine. <laughs> Don't need to be one of those. Absolutely not. Don't need to hear that song. No. Never want to hear that song. It's probably not still a piece of garbage. Oh, skinwalker shit. So, in Navajo culture, they are called Yi Natalushi. Bless you. Um, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, they transla it translates to, it goes on all fours. I don't like that. Now, <clears throat> I, like I told you guys before, I'm obsessed with skinwalkers, but I'm fucking 
terrified of them. Like, there is no way in hell I'd ever want to see one, experience one. I'm good. But they just fascinate the hell out of me. So, um, there are actually, it's one of the several varieties of a type of, you're going to have to bear with me, Antihini? <laughs> the legend of the Skinwalkers is not very well understood outside of Navajo culture, mostly mostly due to the reluctance to discuss the subject with outsiders, which is what I was explaining to you. Um, it's very taboo subject. It's not very talked about. So if anybody of the Navajo culture is listening and you would like to write in or just say, hey, there's some other information I can give you. If you're comfortable, if you're not comfortable, that is perfectly fine. Uh, you can feel free to write us. Um, Navajo people are reluctant to reveal Skinwalker lore because they don't trust other people. Uh, Navajo witches, including Skinwalkers, represent the antithesis of Navajo culture values. While community healers and cultural workers are known as medicine men and women or by terms in the local indigenous... Got it. Wow, I can't read today. That is one of those words, though. I was like, indigenous! (laughs) (laughs) Um, indigenous language witches are seen as evil performing twisted ceremonies and manipulating magic in a perversion of the good works medicine people traditionally perform so basically they're a bad version of medicine men pretty much in order to practice their good works traditional healers learn about both good and evil magic most can handle their responsibility but some can become corrupt and choose to become witches Animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters, such as the coyote, but can include other creatures, usually... That is not a skinwalker, by the way. No. That's just my neighbor's dog. That's the dog. Uh, That's the dog. Anyway, (laughs) sorry, continue. (laughs) I would be be like... It's just that you said coyote and then the dog barked, and I was like, I don't want people to think that's a fucking skinwalker. It's not. Anyway. Got a skinwalker in your backyard? We need to discuss. Nope. (laughs) Um... They can include other creatures, usually those associated with death or bad omens. They might also possess living animals or people and walk around in their bodies by locking eyes with them. Skinwalkers also be male, may be male or female. So <clears throat> basically what this is saying, I've heard if you lock eyes with a skinwalker, it has the ability to possess you. And also it has the ability to possess things that it kills. So... A lot of times I've heard in stories where people will say it looks like a sister, but their sister's not dead. It doesn't necessarily mean that they killed her sister. It could have meant that it saw her at some point. Um, They kind of are very good at stalking you. So they kind of get to know you and they get to know people that are around you to lure you in, basically, because they're still a piece of garbage. Skinwalker stories told among Navajo children may be complete life and death struggles that end in either Skinwalker or Navajo killing the other, or partial encounter stories that end in a stalemate. Encounter stories may be composed as Navajo victory stories, with the Skinwalker approaching a Hogan and being scared away. Now, people that you don't have to be of Navajo culture to see them. Um, If you go on YouTube and listen to a bunch of stories, I personally really enjoy Just Creepy. He's got fantastic stories on skinwalkers. Uh, people write them into him and he reads them. So they're all supposedly supposed to be true. Some of them seem a little bit far reaching, but some of them seem very sk- like real. 
And some of them are genuinely terrifying. So if you ever want to listen to some people telling stories about skinwalkers, feel free to go on Just Creepy's YouTube because he has like four to five hour compilations of these stories that are just absolutely terrifying. Um, and they're told more in a style like creepy pasta. If anybody mm-hmm. just wants a reference, because I, I listened to a few of them and they're they're fashioned like uh, creepy pasta was, and that's why I like them a lot. So because the people that write them in kind of tell it in a story like way. So yeah, it's it's very like let's sit down for story time kind of thing. Um, I did want to mention real quick, just to piggyback off what you were saying, that to have an encounter with a skinwalker, you don't necessarily have to be of Navajo descent. Um, there, and we'll get into this a little bit later on um, when we get more into um, like Skinwalker Ranch, which I know a lot of people are probably more familiar with in Utah. Um, but there is a uh, podcast called Tinfoil Hat. It's a conspiracy <clears throat> podcast with a comic named Sam Tripoli. Um, and they did a really great episode about Skinwalker Ranch with a guy named Ryan Burns, who, uh, his property neighbors Skinwalker Ranch, and he had an experience back in the 90s that he describes actually having an encounter with a Skinwalker. He thought he picked up an old, uh, Indian man of Navajo descent that was basically wearing animal skins, and then the next thing he remembers is he's miles down the road laying outside of his car, uh, basically in almost a catatonic state. And when police find him and he describes what happened, they told him that he basically had contact with the skinwalker mm-hmm. and that wasn't the first time they had heard that. Uh, they were actually um, reservation. There's a certain name for them, but they're cops. You s- specific. Well, no, these police officers. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. So- the other, these, I'm sorry. No, the other Indian tri- No, I know what you're talking about, but these specific police officers are um, like reservation cops. They're like cops specifically on Indian reservations. So they've had countless reports and this guy has continued to interview them over the years since his experience that uh, they've talked about other people, even themselves having encounters with skinwalkers. They get calls in all the time from people seeing skinwalkers, having experiences with skinwalkers all over the place. Um, And then, like I said, uh, and Ryan is not of Navajo descent. If anybody wants to see what he looks like, Tinfoil Hat is on YouTube, or he was on an episode of a show called Alien Highway uh, not long ago, and the episode was about Skinwalker Ranch. Um, And they actually show a picture that he took of a uh, skinwalker or either morphing into a skinwalker or out of one. Uh, This guy has gotten all kinds of pictures of not only skinwalkers, but uh, dire wolves (laughs) and shapeshifters near this property. Um, So, yeah, once uh, Casper finishes about the skinwalker specifically, we'll get in a little bit about Skinwalker Ranch because... um, I know people are probably more familiar with that name. There's been so many podcasts about Skinwalker Ranch because there is a lot of really crazy shit that surrounds this area and the history of it. Um, And like I said, I'll go into a little bit of that because I'm more familiar with the ranch than I was Skinwalkers until uh, Casper told me about it. But um, yeah, if anybody wants to check out that, like I said, it's on YouTube, Tinfoil Hat, or Search Alien Highway, that episode. The guy's name again is Ryan uh, Burns and um, 
he actually has a really great website called spacewolfresearch.com where he's actually trying to fund money through GoFundMe and basically building a research base to study these things. He wants to study skinwalkers, almost like a laboratory base, basically. Which Count me the fuck in. Fuck, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anyway, Um, go ahead. Where are you hiring? Like, where do you work at? Um, Studying skinwalkers? Excuse me? That's like something I actually would... Did you just turn into a skinwalker? Like, what the fuck? Uh, Non-native interpretations of skinwalker stories typically take the form of impartial encounter stories on the road, where they're usually vulnerable, but then escape from the skinwalker in a way not traditionally seen in Navajo stories that take place away from home. Sometimes Navajo children take European folk stories and substitute skinwalkers for generic killers like the hook. Now, speaking of doing that, I kind of want to talk about things that people have mistaken skinwalkers for. Um, werewolves are a big one. They can shapeshift into a werewolf-type creature. Because a lot of times people will describe them having the snout of a, of, of a nog. <laughs> Whatever a nog is. But, yeah. Of a dog. <clears throat> Not nog. <laughs> Finn. Noggin. Dude. Anyway. So, um, they do typically can have the snout of a werewolf, or a werewolf, of a wolf. I'm sorry, guys. I'm dead tonight. Well, no, but you're you're saying that to say that a lot of people will mistake them as werewolves. You see that a lot. There was a movie that came out not too long ago that's actually called Skinwalkers. I think it was in 2007. And the, I've never seen the movie, but the description of the movie describes lycanthropes and lycanthropes are werewolves so that gets that gets misplaced a lot so they can they can typically have the kind of look of a werewolf but werewolves are shapeshifters of person to werewolf and that's all they can do um skinwalkers can literally shapeshift into anything including people yeah and werewolf origin is different too you have to be bitten, yeah you have to be bitten by a werewolf to become a werewolf that's how it passes on even even earlier lore about uh, lycanthropy is it actually the reason why it's a bite is it's actually a blood disorder that's passed along through bites similar in the same vein as vampires. So I always kind of put werewolves and vampires kind of in the same universe, but skinwalkers is the same. Origin is the same. And then skinwalkers and shapeshifters would kind of be more in the same universe but then that goes more into what will go into the biggest the misconception is yeah. Wendigos. They, so, they get mistaken a lot. Wendigos, Wendigos and, and werewolves. Wendigos and werewolves. Winnebago's. Winnebago! Skinwalkers and Wendigos are very similar. I do have to admit, if you don't really know the difference or have you not researched yourself the difference, I can understand why you would get them confused. Because skinwalkers, like I had mentioned, are shape-shifting witches. And wendigos are a mythological man-eating creature or evil spirit from the folklore of Algonquin tribes. So it is folklore from a different type of Indian tribe, Native American tribe. Um, It's described as a monster with characteristics of a human or as a spirit who has possessed a human and made them become monstrous. Basically, they eat people. They're cannibals. 
they look different. A lot of times a um, Wendigo will look a lot more human than Skinwalkers will. Because Skinwalkers a lot of times will look like an animal. Nine times out of ten, they look very animal-like. They, they just kind of like Becky said, they will shapeshift into a person like that guy picked up a hitchhiker who looked like a person. But he said he specifically had, and I've seen a lot of Navajo pictures where they have like a wolf skin over them <clears throat> that they're wearing. And it's, you don't know if that's like mid-morph or right. if they're just wearing an animal skin or what that is. But and they don't look sickly. No, they, they no, don't look sickly. They look at, like a person at all. Yeah, exactly. Something's always off. People will describe them as having something off about them, but Wendigos literally look sick. Like they 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 look like a decomposing human that hasn't eaten in seven thousand years. Think of the leper from it. That's what I <laughs> seriously like. That's what I think of. I think of a cross between that and whatever the fuck that thing is in the woods in the new pet cemetery. Oh yeah. Like well, no, that was between... a skinwalker. Well, I, I think so. That was supposed to be a skinwalker, but I think of a cross between the two. Yeah. Because it'll be a similar animalistic looking thing, but very sickly looking. Right. And that's not what a skinwalker is going to look like. Well, so Wendigos, in another reference you can have too, uh, there's a video game called Until Dawn, and the, the main antagonist is a skinwalker, mm-hmm. and you will you do see them. And they are people who have turned into them, um, which we can cover that on a whole other podcast because they're a whole other different kind of lore. They're a whole different kind of origin. Um, they don't become Wendigos. They're kind of more along the lines of werewolves type thing because you have to. You can be bitten by one and turn into one, but you can also turn into one if you're evil enough. So it's it's kind of Wendigo mixed with werewolf. <laughs> honestly or uh skinwalker mixed with werewolf skinwalker mixed, mixed with werewolf yeah that's a good way so to um it. but yeah wendigos th- wikipedia comes across as it being mythological i have listened to stories of people coming across creatures that sound like a wendigo as opposed to a skinwalker um and i kind of want to go into a little bit of what skinwalkers do and how they basically what they can do um, we mentioned before skinwalkers can shapeshift into people that can talk. A lot of times I have heard people tell stories about how they, when they try to talk, it's almost like someone learning English for the first time. Like they're learning how to speak, um, what you say or what someone around you says. They can sound like anybody. They can sound like your best friend, your sister, your mom, you, um, they tend to do that when they're trying to lure you somewhere. Um, I remember listening to this story about this guy, excuse me, who heard his sister call for him across the field. And he saw this thing that was not his sister, but it was speaking in the voice of his sister. Um, people talk about having this very, 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 very uneasy feeling. Something's wrong kind of feeling whenever one is in the area. I have felt that before, but I never saw anything. Um, A friend of mine kind of lives out in the boonies. And I was driving home one night and I drove through this area and I felt very, very, very just something was off. Something was wrong. And I 
basically bulldozed through that area because it was wooded. And I'm like, if I see a motherfucking skinwalker, I'm not going to live through this day. <laughs> So mm-hmm. I just kept going because I was afraid that's why I felt that. It might have been anything, but knowing that that's what usually starts people to see them, I just wanted to get out of there. So people feel off. Um, as far as how to get rid of a skinwalker, this is actually really interesting to me because skinwalkers have always come across very demonic-like. And in order to get rid of a skinwalker, you have to learn its name, its original name. Um, And once you do that, you can banish it and you can kill it if you learn its original name, like who they were before they were a skinwalker, which is very true to demon possession, because if you learn the demon's name, you have power over it. So that was really interesting to me, really diving into that part of it being like they've always been very demonic like to me and then finding out if you learn its name you can kill it i was like huh interesting also demons can shapeshift so there's that for you too but um there is something that becky's going to go into as well about what they actually could be which i wholeheartedly believe it because it's it makes so much sense but um basically they can curse you Um, and usually like you can, like I said, you can, if you learn its original name, which is why usually they'll call in a medicine man and medicine men can do some kind of cleansing or something to at least keep it at bay because how in the world are you going to learn a skinwalker's original name? That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, how in the world would you even start with that? Um, but yeah, they are very, um, interesting creatures to me and they just, stories that I've heard about them. I've heard about them walking into houses. Um, People will describe them as looking like a family member, but something is different about them. Um, Sometimes they will look like a person and make very weird gestures that humans don't do. They usually, a lot of people describe them as looking like a tall deer. They have like a deer antlers, but they have yeah, I've heard that a lot. Deer antlers, but then with like the a coyote or a wolf snout. Snout, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is actually, if you guys see in my pictures, I wear a deer head on my necklace. Um, I was drawn to it at a, a little horror thing that I went to, and it looked like a skinwalker to me, and I bought it because I'm just that obsessed with them. Which, like I said, I probably should not be. Anybody Navajo out there is like, you are fucking crazy. <laughs> You fucking weirdo. These motherfucking white people. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, there's not a lot to go on with skinwalkers because, like I said, they're very taboo. Um, as far as, like, any more that I would know about them. Uh, but like I said, go on Just Creepy YouTube channel. Um, also, Be Busta does some, too. And listen to their skinwalker stories that people write in because they're fucking terrifying and they're really good. And then I'm going to let Becky talk about the part that she heard from her podcast because they actually, (coughs) I'm dying. (coughs) They had some really interesting things talking about it as far as it being connected to Skinwalker Ranch. And like I said, I actually really believe that this could really be a thing because of the way it all happened. So, um, if you guys aren't familiar with Skinwalker Ranch, um, 
I've known quite a bit about it for years. Uh, Tied more so to UFOs is how I originally found out about Skinwalker Ranch. George Knapp, um, anybody who knows anything about George Knapp, he uh, was an investigative reporter in, uh, I believe, in Las Vegas, Nevada, that uh, a lot of his um, cases that he would report on had to do with a lot of paranormal stuff. Um, you know, one really famous one was Bob Lazar with Area 51 and all that kind of stuff. Well, he worked on a book that had to do with Skinwalker Ranch and kind of how the original lore happened with it. Um, so like I mentioned, you know, Tinfoil Hat did an episode about Skinwalker Ranch, another podcast that I reference a lot that you guys have heard me mention, Mile Higher podcast with Kendall and Josh. They just a few weeks back did a Skinwalker Ranch episode. Um, and basically Skinwalker Ranch is a, uh, it's an over 500 acre property in Utah. Um, and like I said, when I first found out about it, it was all uh, related to UFOs. I kept hearing about UFOs, crop circles, and uh, another thing that's tied to UFOs a lot, um, animal mutilations, a lot of cattle mutilations. So um, this ranch in particular was uh, first started out uh, being known more as the Sherman Ranch. There was a family that moved there that had a cattle farm there that uh, over so many years would talk about these just really inexplicable uh, events that would happen regarding their cattle being mutilated, crop circles, mysterious lights, uh, all different kinds of other things. Well, another thing that they would report about too a lot would be seeing these wolves that would shape shift. And one thing that was really strange that or that made this even more strange is that wolves are not native to this part of Utah. I mean, um, I know that can be up for debate with some people if you wanted to get into migratory patterns and all that kind of shit. But Bottom line of it is, is that they, wolves in particular, are not native to this area. So for whatever reason that they would be there is not normal one way or the other. And more importantly, people describing them as, you know, ranch hands, the family, describing them not only as being wolves, but like shape-shifting from wolves <clears throat> into people, which right there is a, you know, that's, that's, that's a fucking skinwalker. Um... So where, and again, this is like, it's been a 50 year plus history of stuff that's been going on at Skinwalker Ranch, not only with Skinwalkers, but like I said, with also paranormal and UFO activity that's gone on there. Um, so one thing that's been rumored and I have not been able to, as of yet, with the recording of this podcast, found any information regarding this, but there has been rumors that the reason why skinwalkers specifically started showing up to this particular area of Utah was that the Ute Indians, which is a branch of the Navajo, uh, many, many, many years prior had a land dispute with another Navajo tribe in that area and because they wouldn't leave, they cursed them. And that's mm -hmm. another way that skinwalkers... So they basically cursed them with the skinwalker. And as Casper mentioned, skinwalkers um, 
have basically been known as demons, carry a lot of the same characteristics as demons. I believe they're demons. I personally do. The more uh, evidence and stuff that I've learned about them through Skinwalker Ranch, I personally believe they, they're demons. I more importantly believe that they are interdimensional demons. Um, and what I mean by interdimensional demons is um, there's been another sighting or another other reported sightings that have been seen on Skinwalker Ranch are wormholes. And if anybody's familiar with wormholes, uh, stargates, whatever you want to call them, they're basically a rip, for lack of a better word, or a hole in time space that, you know, we have people have heard of 3D and even 4D. Well, this would be like fifth dimension. This is like just basically going into another time continuum where there's another world out there that's like ours, but not like ours. And we're just opening a doorway right into that other world or worlds, which could also lead into alien theories. So skinwalkers are basically just coming through these dimensions that uh, Indians, Native Americans for that area, and with without necessarily knowing what a dimension or wormhole is, just saw them as an evil spirit. Whereas in actuality, they are either a demonic or interdimensional alien species. Um, which if you, like I said, if you go more into the lore of this area, it makes more sense. Um, so more recently, um, and actually recently into the 90s, a man by the name of Robert Bigelow, if anybody knows this name, um, he is really big in aerospace technology. <laughs> Excuse me. So you're fine. He originally started out uh, with making his money in um, hotels, and but he was always really into rocket technology. Um, so by 1999, he was the founder of Bigelow Aerospace. Uh, which is basically one of the biggest um, aerospace startup companies in Vegas, and they manufacture space station modules. So, I mean, if you don't think that's weird, somebody that's into UFO and paranormal shit that's also the head of an aerospace company, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Call me fucking crazy, but <laughs> I think two and two kind of go together. So um, he is also the founder of the National Institute for Discovery Science, and uh, basically, all they do is research par research paranormal topics, mainly UFOs. He's deep into UFOs, deep into cattle mutilations, black triangle reports, crop circles, you name it. This guy's into all of it. So, um, like I mentioned, he bought Scott. He I almost called it Skywalker Ranch myself. Oh, oh God. Jesus. Now I fucking did it. Hey, Sam by the way, e next month, the new Skywalker movie's coming out. Go see it. <laughs> Sam Tripoli did that the entire, <laughs> I swear to God, I think he did it five did. times. He kept calling it Skywalker Ranch, which is really not It's actually just so much easier to say Sky than Scan, though. Doesn't so it sound, it's, it does, it's, does sound way easier. So because he was so, <laughs> because Robert Bigelow was so interested in what was going on around Skinwalker Ranch, he bought the ranch for basically less than $200,000 um, and said that the reason why he wanted to buy it was to further research about 
all of the different paranormal stuff that was going on there. Um, and again, like I mentioned, a lot of people talk about strange lights, different things. This could all go into that. So Robert Bigelow owned this property up until three years ago when he sold it. Okay, so get this. He bought it for $200,000 and sold it for to four for $4.5 million. Kind of Three years ago, why, though. So this is like <laughs> a huge. This this is five hundred acres you're talking about, and this used to just be open land that had a little house and a barn on it, and that was it. And really, it's not. So even the lore of this place originally starting with the Sherman family originally kind of didn't make sense because it's basically desert land. There's not a lot that's easily grown on this land, but for whatever reason, they had cows there. That didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, so just the history of this land to begin with makes no sense. But for there to be so much in depth about Indians there, and then all of a sudden, and I'm, I'm not just, I, I don't even believe, I think maybe 50 years ago, once this family bought this land, but I think even prior to that, if Native Americans were in that land long enough, they've, skinwalkers and UFOs and shit have probably been going on there hundreds of years before white man showed up and decided to buy that land. And that's, they were like, that's when, were first. like, we already knew about this. <laughs> like, we've, we've, we're been there, done that with this. So he sold it to a company. So basically what a shell corporation is, is a company that only exists on paper. Like they have no office, they have no employees, or just an LLC on paper, that's it. And he sold it to this company called Antim Antimanium Real Estate. And they trademarked the name Skinwalker Ranch just last year. So this, anybody know? so this gets even weirder. Antimanium is I keep thinking fucking... you're going to say Antimaniacs. Isn't that who made Looney Tunes? That's Animaniacs. Oh, I was close. Close. <laughs> um, but no, so if anybody knows anything about X-Men, Antimanium is the name of the metal that is used for, on Wolver for Wolverine. Like, that's basically what's fused to his bones that causes, you know, the claws and everything to come out of his hands. So, like, why pick a name like that? Why pick a name out of... Why pick such an obscure name out of a comic book to... And that's the name of the company that owns 500 acres of land that they now... There's gates up. So, basically, they have this place on lockdown, almost like Area 51. Whereas the new used, Area 51. Yeah, whereas you used to be able to just walk on this land, had, like, a little fence around it. Now there's these big electrical fences and guards everywhere so you can't go anywhere near this property at all um but like we said like a, the guy ryan i mentioned earlier neighbors the property um and if you go there's no pictures on his website spacewolfresearch.com like i said he's just trying to raise money right now because he basically wants to turn it into a lab facility on his property to study skinwalkers but if you, I think it's skinwalkerranch.com. If you go to there, there are so many different pictures that are not only ones that he has uploaded, but people that he's known um, that have gotten picture and video evidence of not only skinwalkers, but uh, dire wolves, mysterious lights, um, 
just uh, unidentified flying objects in the sky and and other things like that. Um, it's just to the point where they're just like, didn't they talk about how you have a, a chance to see any of that? It's like so many percentage of a chance to see certain things. And there's like so many things that you can see that there you're going to see something. Well, yeah. And he said it's more, I guess this even ties more into uh, spiritually or even with the Indian culture. Um, he said that it seems like there's more activity during new moons, which is interesting because there's a new moon tonight. During new moons than there is full moons while you're that. there. I like, definitely <laughs> didn't plan that. Um, but he said, yeah, nine times out of ten, you're guaranteed to see something while you're there. If not a skinwalker, like I said, lights, these UFOs, UFOs, these weird coyote wolves out of nowhere, like you're bound to see something. Um but yeah, like we said, this whole property is on lockdown now. I mean, you can basically get close enough to just where the border of it is, and then that's about it. And pretty much, you know, you better get the fuck out of there because there's going to be guards around that'll follow you. It's basically like Area 51. Like, just don't get close enough there, you know, to, or you're going to get in trouble because it's not government property, but it's private property. But what's even weirder is like this, that company that owns it now, um, they're having issues with lawsuits filed against them for money earnings and stuff. Um, yeah, it's just really weird. It almost seems like they're trying to do similar to what this Ryan guy's trying to do and basically have it like aerial footage and drone footage has shown that there's like, um, the only thing there's like these like watchtower bases that are on the property like almost as if they're trying to watch something either from below or above. Like, it's just really, it's really, you can tell that they themselves are doing some type of experiments. And like There's I some said, weird shit going on there. Well, and like I said, I think more of it's, I think more of it's tied into my belief that it makes sense that skinwalkers are thought of as demons, are described as demons. And I think to Navajos, to Utes, to that Native American culture, they would be considered demons. But I think more so if people really believe in them, if they are like a flesh and blood thing, then I think it's more viable that they are interdimensional aliens. And I think that that's what Skinwalker Ranch is specifically wanting to study is they're wanting to open mm. these wormholes, which I just think is fucked up because to me, and they go into this on tinfoil hat, it sounds a lot like anytime I think about doing experiments with ripping a wormhole and trying to bring something through, I think about the Montauk project, which makes me think about fucking Stranger Things. And it's like, how many more times are we going to have to keep making these movies before these fucking actual scientific labs that I know are out there that I know are doing this shit? It's like, y'all don't have Netflix? Well, it's like people doing that. Y'all aren't seeing what's happening? Like, Have you seen the most recent thing where they've apparently figured out how to clone or how to make dinosaurs? Oh, I, yeah. I was like, and have see, you seen shit. Jurassic Park? Yeah, One, that's been two, out forever. Three, four, or five. Or all of them. And, <laughs> but I mean, even back when they discovered, um, you know, they found... Dino that, DNA. That, that woolly mammoth, like, in permafrost that they were wanting to clone. It's like... No. I, it's just, none of that's a good idea. It's not a good... <laughs> Anything Dr. Grant! 
I don't think that's a very good idea. No, 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 no. Anything that's been extinct, it's extinct, is extinct for, a reason. for a reason. Exactly. So, we don't need no yeah. fucking dinosaurs walking around here we, unless they're fucking really, brachiosauruses. Really, really Y'all, I would ride one of those things into battle. I'd be like, <laughs> Fanania. No. Why are we? Can we? Can we just? Can we worry about animals that live here now? Can we worry about animals that are going extinct now? Yeah, for rhinos. Can we worry about like animals that are in our lifetime that children's children would like to be able to see? Let's let's keep them alive. Let's let's clone them. Ain't nobody gonna be alive if you start fucking cloning raptors and shit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, nobody. Literally nobody. I actually think they recently found out that raptors were this big. They're not this big. I think they were birds. They're this big. Oh, yeah. They're, I think raptors were very related big, to birds. creepy-ass birds. <laughs> so, um, before we go into a couple emails that was sent in, there was a this other article that I wanted to read. kind of goes a little bit more into skinwalkers, and I, I wanted to read it because it's very informative. So... For the Navajo people, witchcraft is just another part of their spirituality and one of the ways of their lives. As such, witchcraft has long been part of their culture, history, and traditions. Witches exist alongside humans and are not supernaturals. The Navajo believe there are places where the powers of both good and evil are present and that those powers can be harnessed for either. Which is how I described how medicine men will utilize these powers for good or evil. And that's where... Skinwalkers come from, they usually are the ones that kind of use it for evil. Uh, This type of Navajo witchcraft is known as the witchery way, which uses human corpses in various ways, such as tools from the bones and concoctions that are used to curse, harm, or kill intended victims. The knowledge of these powers are passed down from the elders to the generations. The Navajo are part of a larger culture area that includes the Pueblo people, Apache, I guess it's Hopi. Hopi, maybe? Hopi. Hopi Hopi Indians, yeah. And Ute. Other groups that are also have their own versions of the Skinwalker, but each includes a malevolent witch capable of transforming itself into an animal. Sometimes these witches evolve from living their lives as respected healers who later chose to use their powers for evil. They walk freely among the tribe during the day and secretly transform under the cover of night. In order to become a Skinwalker, he or she must be initiated by a secret society which requires the most of evil deeds. The killing of a close family member, most often a sibling. Also, like I said, it can be done through that song, but I do think I remember hearing a lot of times in order to, it has to be more than the song. You do have to actually do something evil. After this task well, has been... I, sorry, I wanted to say No, you're quick. fine. They mentioned on, that guy Ryan mentioned on Tinfoil Hat Podcast, I think that's the wind. Holy shit, is it that windy outside? Um, it's rain. It is raining. Okay. Okay. That's weird. Sorry, guys. There was just this yeah, noise. Really weird. We were like... It was like a really loud wind, and all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, it was rain. So, weather forecast. Um, but <laughs> Come brought to you by yeah. the Weather Channel. <laughs> you didn't know here. Um, so, on this tinfoil hat episode about Skinwalker Ranch, Ryan also mentioned this song that they had to sing that was a part of a ritual that they would have to do that involved killing and cannibalizing a member of your own family or your own tribe. So that is how you would conjure them, conjure a skinwalker, basically. So when the Utes cursed uh, that land 
of the Navajo with the Skinwalker. That was how they did it. They sang the song, did this whole ceremony, and then a member of their tribal family was killed and cannibalized. And that was the evil deed along with this chant of this song that summoned the Skinwalker. So I think that was similar to what you were touching on, if there would have to be something done. that That's, yeah, that was the history that I got that lies in the lore of what So that's, that was do. the whole thing why there was there is a ritual that has to be and apparently that's apparently from what they said on this podcast that's the ritual or part of the part of the ritual so weird to stop writing after that it's been a very weird occurrences (laughs) um so after that's been completed the individual then acquires supernatural powers which gives them the ability to shapeshift most often they are seen in the seam Seen in the form of coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and bears, but can take the shape of any any animal. Now, the reason that I think they see, people will see them as deer with the antlers, they can wear the skins of the animals they transform into, but they also wore animal skulls or antlers atop their head. So that probably where the deer look comes from is the fact that they do wear antlers on top of their head. Um, they choose what animal they want to, depending on the abilities they need for a certain task, such as speed, strength, endurance, stealth, claws, teeth, etc. And they may transform again if they're trying to escape from a pursuer. Because of this, the the Natavo, good God, the Navajo consider it taboo for its members to wear the pelt of any predatory animal. However, sheepskin, leather, and buckskin are acceptable. So if you see a Navajo on the side of the road that's wearing some kind of pelt that is... A predator probably should not pick them up. Yeah. Like that Ryan guy. <laughs> but he, I, I doubt he knew that. Oh, no, he definitely <laughs> didn't know. But, like, but y'all know now. Like, if you see that, don't, don't do it. Uh, the skinwalkers are also able to take possessions of human victims if they lock eyes with them. After taking control, it can make its victims do and say things they wouldn't otherwise. What demons do. Once they are shapeshifted, one way that others could tell they were not a real animal is their eyes are very human-like. When lights are shined on them, they burn bright red, though. Alternatively, when they are in human form, their eyes look more like animals. So I actually remember reading a lot about that where they can have yellow eyes or red eyes. And they do, even though it's an animal, they do look very human. I do remember hearing some stories about that. Um... The evil society of witches gather in the dark caves or secluded places for several purposes to initiate new members, plot their activities, harm people from a distance with black magic, and perform dark ceremonial rites. These ceremonies are similar to other tribal affairs, including dancing, feast, rituals, and sand painting, but were corrupted with dark connotations. The evildoers are also said to engage in necrophilia with female corpses, commit cannibalism, incest, and grave robberies. During these gatherings, skinwalkers shapeshift into their animal forms or go about naked, wearing only beaded jewelry and ceremonial paint. The leader of the skinwalkers are, is usually an old man who is very powerful and long-lived skinwalker. So, they're not good. <laughs> like, that that's some ritual shit I wouldn't want to be into. Yeah, so I said demons. <laughs> right. Skinwalkers have other powers, including reading others' minds, controlling their thoughts and behavior, causing disease, illness, destroying property, and even death. Those who have talked of their encounters with these evil beings describe a number of ways to know if a skinwalker is near. 
They make sounds around homes, knocking on windows, banging on walls, scraping noises on the roof. Some occasions have been spied peering through windows. Fuck that bullshit. And I've actually heard people talk about the fact that they have that off feeling. They will look out their window and there is a fucking face staring back at them. Mm-hmm. And again, no, that's, that's what nightmares are made of. <clears throat> Often they appear in front of vehicles in hopes of causing a serious accident, which actually a lot of stories people do talk about almost running into a deer and then the deer disappears or something like that. And then they get out of their car and there's this thing. Um, it's said in addition to being able to shape shifting, the skinwalker is able to control the creatures of the night, such as wolves and owls and make them do its bidding. Some are able to call upon the spirits of the dead and reanimate the corpses to attack their enemies. Because of this, Native Americans rarely ventured out alone. The supernatural powers are uncanny, as they are said to run faster than a car and have the ability to jump high cliffs. They are extremely fast, agile, impossible to catch, and leave tracks that are larger than any animal. And actually, a lot of people will talk about the fact that they have human tracks. Um, I've heard people say that they've come in contact with a skinwalker before, and it's feet actual like human feet so clearly they shape-shifted back into a person they're usually naked but some have reported seeing the creature wearing tattered shirts or jeans skinwalkers kill out of greed anger envy spite or revenge they rob graves for personal wealth and to collect much needed ingredients for use in black magic these witches live on the unexpired lives of their victims and must continually kill or perish themselves Skinwalkers and other witches have long been blamed for all manner of unexpected struggles and tragedies through the years, including sickness, strut, poor crops, and sudden deaths. Even smaller or individual problems, such windstorms during dances, alienation of affection by mates, death of livestock, and reversal of fortune, were also believed to be the work of a witch. See, that was everything that was happening on this ranch. Like, crops not growing, cattle being mutilated and dying, uh, family relationships breaking apart, money loss, people quitting the ranch, ranch hands quit. I mean, like literally just it, the the ranch changed hands, changed families twice before Robert Bigelow bought it in the 90s. And both families had problems personally and professionally from living there that now we know from the lore and the history all ties into skinwalkers. Clearly it's cursed. Yep. Excuse me. This was most apparent with the Navajo witch purge of 1878, which initially involved evolved from a cultural response to so many people moving across and onto their lands. After a series of wars with the U S army, the Navajo were expelled from their land and forced to march to the Bosque Redondo Fort Summer in New Mexico. And what is known as the long walk of the Navajo in 1864. There, people suffered from bad water, failed crops, illness, and death, reducing their numbers dramatically. After four years, the government finally admitted they made a mistake. Of course they did then. And the Navajo were allowed to return to their homeland and the Four Corners area. In all seriousness, though, it would figure this would go back to the white man versus the Native Americans. These people were just protecting their land. In all seriousness, they were there first. They were just protecting their land. That's what was happening. And then the government's like, oh, we should probably leave. <laughs> During these years, many of the tribe's members were said to have turned into shape, turned to shape-shifting to escape the terrible conditions. In the meantime, the rest of the tribe convinced that their gods had deserted them. 
Once the people had returned to their homeland, their conditions improved, but the dreaded skinwalkers for whom they blamed for their years on the bleak reservation were still among them. Accusations of witchcraft and the haunting of the skinwalkers began. When someone found a collection of witch artifacts wrapped in a copy of the Treaty of 1868, the tribal members unleashed deadly consequences. The Navajo Witch Purge occurred in 1878, in which 40 Navajo suspected suspected witches were killed in order to restore harmony and balance for the tribe. Today, most of the tales of sightings of these witches do not include death or injury, but are rather more trickster-like. Numerous people have told stories of swift animals run alongside their vehicles, matching their speed. After a short period, they run off into the wilderness. Along the way, these animals sometimes will turn into a man who bangs on the hood. Another story tells of a man who was making repairs on an old ranch home when he began to hear loud laughter coming from nearby sheep pens. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Thinking he was alone, he went to investigate and found all of the sheep, but one huddled in the corner of the pen. However, there was a lone ram separated from the group that was standing upright and laughing in a human manner. After the man locked eyes with the ram, he saw that the eyes were not, not of an animal, but a human's. The animal then casually walked away on all four legs. As terrifying mm-hmm. as that is, could you casually, imagine? He's okay. just... Okay. Fucking Black Phillip. <laughs> just... Okay. <laughs> I just wanted you to know I was here. Some say they've seen them running through the night, sometimes turning into a fiery ball, leaving streaks of color behind them. Others have seen angry-looking humanoid figures looking down on them from cliffs, mountains, and mesas. In the 1980s, one of the most notable events occurred when a family was driving through a Navajo reservation. As they slowed to make a sharp curve, something jumped from the ditch. It was described as black, hairy, and wore a shirt and pants. After a few days, a few days after this event, at their home in Flagstaff, the family was awakened to the sounds of loud drumming and chanting. Outside their home were three dark forms of quote-unquote men outside their fence. However, these shadowy creatures were seemingly unable to climb the fence and soon left. These events occurred in the four corners of the southwest Colorado, southeast Utah, northeast Arizona, and northwest New Mexico. And that pretty much goes into Skinwalker Ranch, which Becky pretty much told us about. Um, There was one thing... They are, like I had mentioned before, they're extremely hard to kill. You can, trying to kill one will often result in the witch seeking revenge. People, they're basically bulletproof. Like, you can shoot the hell out of them and it just pisses them off. Successful killing generally requires the assistance of a powerful shaman who knows spells and rituals that can turn the skinwalker's evil back upon itself. Another alternative is to shoot the creature with bullets that have been dipped into white ash. However, it must hit the witch in the neck or the back or the head. So, but also I do know I read that if you learn its name, you can do it that way too. Which, like I said, that would be very hard to learn its name. So, that's pretty much the information that I have on them. Was that everything you had too? Yeah, that was it. So, we got a couple emails from some purple a couple people, and um, one of them, he thinks it might have been a werewolf, which I kind of think it might have been, um, but I kind of wanted to read it anyway, just because he he was nice enough to write in, and he um, 
it, it was hard for him to exactly pinpoint what it was. So it's like, was it a skinwalker that looked like a wolf or was it a werewolf? Um, well, like we said, they can be mistaken for one right. or the other. So uh, He says, hi, folks. I am Robert underscore Estes on Twitter and follow you there. Thank you for writing in. I see you're doing an episode on skinwalkers. Are werewolf type creatures considered to be skinwalkers? If so, I may have some material for you. Back when I was about nine years old, about 1974, I saw what was probably a local cryptid here in Middle Tennessee, the Werewolf of Werewolf Springs. You should Google it. It's actually very fascinating, which I will actually do that. Uh, my then stepsister, who was a little younger than me, saw it as well. And I actually wrote it back to him. Wrote it. <laughs> yep, wrote it. I wrote it. Um, I wrote back to him that they can look wolf-like, but they usually look more like decayed. Uh, they come with a sense of dread, tend to mimic voices and screams. Um, and then he responded, but I don't know why my response is not there. He did, he, he responded and he said something to the effect of it looked like the creature from Harry Potter. Um, hmm, that's interesting. Which is very interesting because it, it has elongated arms, which kind of puts it more in the skinwalker territory because they do have very weird their legs are like short but their longs their longs are really arms <laughs> and their yeah their legs are kind of like backwards so it is very possible you did see a skinwalker but it's very possible you saw a werewolf either way that's kind of crazy yeah <laughs> like whatever you saw holy shit <laughs> yeah whatever it was is definitely inhuman and yeah whether <laughs> it's like, definitely interesting either either one is an interesting thing to witness. right <laughs> like what the fuck um and then one other one that we had this is from larry which is canna cannabis oil did i say it right did i fuck it up yeah no you're good oh, yes that's not right. <laughs> like, <no. laughs> i was um, like no you're good you're totally he writes I live in Sherman, Texas. Everyone I tell this to thinks I'm crazy, but I swear it on my life. I saw it December of 2018. Very recent. I was driving around town with a friend of mine looking at Christmas lights. We decided it was time to turn around and head home, so we pulled into a parking lot of a baseball field so we could circle around and go home. We both saw something run across our path about 50 yards in front of us. It was running like a dog on all fours, but its back legs were obviously human. Ooh, no. Nope. It wasn't wearing any clothes that we could see. We really only saw a silhouette, but it, and it was too far to be lit up by the headlights. We could see it turn its head towards us as it went across. He stopped his truck, looked at me, and said, you saw that too, right? And then I paused and said, I don't know what I saw, but I definitely saw something. He did a half donut and sped the fuck out. We were almost back to his house before he said, we have to go back. I thought he was crazy, but he said we had to find out what the fuck we saw. And he convinced me. So we turned back around, went back to the baseball field. We arrived. He pulled up to the spot where we saw it. I want to say we were hoping we'd see it again. But at the same time, we just wanted to get the hell out of there. He grabbed a couple of flashlights. We used to be Boy Scouts. Always be prepared. And we walked around looking for footprints or anything. We didn't find a damn thing. We were never more than 10 feet from each other. Scared it would come back and take one of us. We looked and looked for 30 minutes, never found a single clue, so we gave up. We haven't talked about it since, and this was almost a year ago. I still get goosebumps anytime I see a shadow in the road when I'm driving in that area. Kind of want to go back this year. Maybe I'll see it again. Best wishes, Casper and Becky. Larry. 
No. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't want to go back there. I wouldn't want to go anywhere near My there. curiosity would be peaked, and I'd probably go back. <laughs> but I'm an idiot, so. <laughs> you yeah, know, if I'm that be... white girl that's like, the noise. No. <laughs> if it was a, like, if it was a fucking, if it was, um, you know, Bigfoot's one thing. If I think I saw Bigfoot, I would turn around and go Oh, back. yeah. Even a UFO, like, and I've, and I've definitely feel like i've witnessed a ufo before not necessarily alien but definitely definitely in my lifetime at least two separate experiences i know i've seen an unidentified flying object but fuck it just if it my, has the back legs of a motherfucking person no, uh, my firm <laughs> belief is that they're demonic yeah i i think they're demonic i buy more into like i said the more I've researched about Skinwalker Ranch. The more I know now about it, I have come, in my personal opinion, to believe that Skinwalkers are demons. And I, mm -mm. (laughs) no, absolutely not. They act too much like demons. Yeah. Way too much like them. Even though they are, if you think about it too, if they were conjured up, called demons, Indians would call them skinwalkers. I guess you know what I'm right. saying. Like, and you got to think too, the way they were conjured up. Mm-hmm. You have to know them by name. You have to know them by name. The if, mimicry, if they conjure the up something, where are they conjuring them from? Right. Obviously, something to evil. to curse somebody, and they're literally evil. Well, and then the way you have to conjure them too, like we said, the whole ceremony that they have to go into, they actually have to kill a member of their own family cannibalize a member of their own family like there's evil forces that are happening even in the the whole uh conjuring of the force itself right so they're coming from an evil place it's being done with evil intentions it yeah yeah it's just a different kind of demon that you're summoning exactly I mean, you can summon demons in any way, shape, or form, and skinwalkers are just a type. And that's why I said, like, where in, you know, and again, they mention, seriously, if people, if people, I, you know, if you're not conspiracist, that's one thing. I could see if you didn't want to listen to Tinfoil Hat. They have other, you know, other episodes on there, too, of various different things. Usually more government stuff, if people are into that kind of thing. But the specific episode that they did on Skinwalker Ranch, I think is one of the best podcasts that go more in depth about skinwalkers than they do about Skinwalker Ranch. Now, if you want to learn more about the history of Skinwalker Ranch, definitely listen to the Mile Higher podcast episode about it. They're on YouTube and SoundCloud as well as uh as well as uh Tinfoil Hat is. Um well, YouTube and any any podcast website or any podcast uh audio app you listen to. Um Mile Higher goes more deep into the ranch. Tinfoil Hat really goes into the Skinwalker stuff. And I think that if you kind of want to scratch the surface, listen to it there. And then, like Casper mentioned, listen to more of the YouTube stuff um, that goes into actual stories about them. Because if you know what they're about, their history, and then go into stories about them, it all makes sense. Um, But on that... Uh, podcast specifically they were talking about you know like i just mentioned whereas to native americans demons would be skinwalkers to christians to us here in america they would just be known as demons um and then in some uh 
like Arabic cultures, Muslim cultures, uh, of that nature, they're known as a jinn. Like that's a, it's J-I-N-N, that's a demon. And that a jinn is more like an evil genie type presence. Like we're not even going to go into that. If people know, you want to, <laughs> shit, you want to Google jinn? Those things are really fucking scary. Um, and then Robert Kurtzman did a whole series of movies. Uh, it, the movies were called something different, but basically it's about a jinn. And basically they are, they're an evil they're just I know an what evil, you're yeah. About. They're an evil genie, basically. But if you want to research jinn, those are really fucking scary too. But like we said, I think that demons exist everywhere, all around the world, in all different cultures. They're they're just known by different different names. Yep. And in the Navajo culture specifically, they're skinwalkers. Also, um, there's a movie called Skinwalker Ranch that is a found footage film. Yes, and it's amazing now it doesn't actually focus on skinwalkers at all the entire movie focuses on aliens which is fine i i like they the took the take that they did from this movie was absolutely incredible and uncle rico from napoleon dynamite is in it so (laughs) you have that but like we mentioned (coughs) like i mentioned before though if skinwalkers are interdimensional beings and they're able to open these dimensions on skinwalker ranch who's to say that aliens aren't internet interdimensional beings as well so that movie could make a lot of sense both yeah. ways and it's a great movie it's actually one of those found footage that's a hidden gem don't watch that skinwalker movies though i mean it could be good <laughs> i don't know i haven't seen it i don't want to bash the movie it's just that it has not it's it's doesn't have anything to do with skinwalkers. It needs to be called it's Werewolf. About, it's about werewolves. So Also, it, if you're looking for any type of skinwalker movies, you are not going to find anything. There has been no movie, there has been no documentary even about skinwalkers themselves. Skinwalker Ranch, of course. Right. The skinwalkers themselves know, and I think it's a, it is a lot to do with the Navajo culture. They're so taboo about it. They don't want it talked about. They don't want it advertised. They just... It's probably why the movie Skinwalkers worked, because they're not Specifically talking about Skinwalkers, yeah. No. They just wanted to rename it something so it wasn't another werewolf movie. <laughs> we want to be a billion of Still them. a piece of garbage. <laughs> You're not any different. You're still a piece of garbage. <laughs> I'm gay, so I'm still a piece of garbage. That will never not be funny. No. All right, guys. So that actually filled up a good amount of time. More time than I thought it would. A lot more. Yeah. Usually our podcast takes forever, but uh, we didn't have a lot of information, but I hope that the information we did give you guys. A lot of people have been interested in this one because a lot of people that I looked up with podcasts and YouTubers, they're like, there's no information on skinwalkers. There really isn't. So hopefully this was a good... um, kind of dive in to tell you more about skinwalkers and like i said please 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 i have listened to probably 30 to 40 hours of the skinwalker stories from just creepy and they're fucking incredible i mean they're just they're so good and they're supposedly real like i said because people write these into him so go to just creepy and listen to his stuff i don't even know him i'm not plugging him he's just cool Yep, <laughs> just creepy on YouTube. Listen to the Skinwalker stories. And B Busta does some too. And B Busta he's really good. on YouTube. Um, Nellemke said the tinfoil hat episode about Skinwalkers. You guys will learn a lot about them on there. Um, and then they actually will show footage 
of the pictures that this guy took of skinwalkers. Um, I mean, go. What's the site that you said? Uh, tell them that uh, spacewolfresearch.com is this guy's website, but the specific website to see the pictures is uh, skinwalkerranch.com. Also, um, if you watch the YouTube tinfoil hat episode, they show clips not only from the Alien Highway TV show that shows the pictures of the skinwalkers, they will show clips of pictures from skinwalkerranch.com. So they're a lot clearer when you watch them on the YouTube uh, video. Mm. But yeah, skinwalkerranch.com. And Look at them. Yeah, Holy there's one, shit. the one, the two favorite ones that I have is there's a really clear picture in the middle of the day um, where it looks like a dire wolf. It looks like a big black wolf. Um, and then there's also one that's taken at night, um, um, maybe on like a trail camera um, that looks like a skinwalker mid morph. Oh, yeah. It's really crazy. It's like wolf head on two legs. It's, you know, (laughs) I mean, skeptics are going to say whatever they want to say. People can say it's, I, you know, they can say it's been altered in however way they want to say it. But, um, I, I don't know. They look pretty crazy. There are certain skinwalker pictures I've seen that I'm like, eh, that's fake. There are also, yeah. And I was also going to say to you guys, like, a lot of pictures that you guys may come across that'll say skinwalker pictures may actually be pictures of Navajo or Ute Indians that were taken um, as a part of the ceremony that they do. So there are pictures out there where they're actually Indians that are wearing animal skins that may say skinwalker, but they're not actual pictures of skinwalkers. It's actual pictures of Native Americans in dress that they would wear to perform this specific ceremony either to ward off or to conjure one so i just wanted to make that clear which is probably the picture i posted that was the picture you posted yeah and i've seen i've seen a lot of those pictures taken before so so i want to end on this funny story so i was looking up skinwalkers on an app and i found a video a youtube video and you guys should look this up um of this guy who captures one screaming on a YouTube video. And I'm laying in my bed. I was going to say, the screaming is not funny. It's terrifying. No, it's not. It's absolutely terrifying, especially when you're laying in the fucking dark and you're not expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, The guy was just talking about how he had seen one and he said... He was just pointing the camera where it was, and uh, he's like, this is where we saw it, and hopped the fence here. He's just talking about it. And then all of a sudden, you hear, I have chills talking about it, you hear it scream, and it's, I know a lot of people, you are like, oh, it's probably fake. I don't think this one's fake. I've heard a lot of the screaming in my time, and you can tell, like, I've heard one person say that they caught one of the guys, you can clearly hear a person going, and I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's But this one sounds like an elk mixed with a deer mixed with a person. It's the weirdest scream, because it starts out like an elk scream. Sounds like an elk in heat. So if anybody hunts or, um... Yeah, if anybody hunts or watches hunting videos, um, elk 
are elk make a very different sound than <laughs> deer do when they're in heat. And it sounds somewhat human. It is a really weird scream, screech thing that they make. So when I first heard this, it sounded a lot like that, but not exactly like it. And that's I mean, exactly it's just how they describe off. it. Something's off. Yeah, it's just off enough that you're like, that sounded like an animal, but I don't think it that sounds was an like a human making an elk sound. Yeah, but it also sounds like an elk about it shifting from right a human. And to an the thing form. is, so here guys are like, so what's the funny part? Here's the funny part. I send this video to Becky. It's probably what ten thirty at night. Yeah, and I'm like, you gotta listen to this. Pauses for a minute. She texts back, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> She's like, "I'm fucking terrified." I'm like, "Bitch, I'm shaking." I literally was not expecting anything like that. And I'm like shaking in my boots and I'm like, I need someone else to be shaking with me. You said that shit to me at like 10 or I'm like, like, okay. You're like, okay. you can't be sending that fucking shit to me this late. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> send that shit to me. Like, I have to go, I have to try to go to sleep now. <laughs> it genuinely freaked me out though. Well, so, yeah, because you're not expecting it. You're just, it, you're just sitting there. Okay, okay, okay. And all of a sudden you hear that sound and you're like, whoa. And the guy's like, yep, I'm out. And I was like, I would have been out too, dude. <laughs> but that guy that lives by the ranch that's on that tinfoil hat podcast on that alien highway episode, he talks about the same thing. The hearing, sound. Hearing those sounds. Um, there was another thing I wanted to mention too. There have been recordings, like I said, his property neighbor Skinwalker Ranch, and he has had audio recordings that not only have sounded like Navajo language or some type of Native American language, but also language that they have gotten transcribed to be um, Sumerian. The fourth kind. Yeah, mm. which automatically, yeah, you think the fourth kind, you think aliens, Anunnaki, all that immediately. So nope. that's what I'm saying. I really think they're tied to, they're, they're some type of interdimensional species. If you believe, If you believe they're more spiritual in the sense, as a demon, then that's one thing. But if you believe that they are a real actual being, I believe they come from another dimension. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And people need to stop trying to make wormholes and <laughs> fucking stranger it. things. Stop it. <laughs> Get some help. Yeah. I'm need you. <laughs> stop it. You're still a piece of garbage. <laughs> All right, guys, that wraps up our Skinwalker episode. I have really enjoyed this that one. That was awesome. I'm over here like, I'm obsessed with demons. <laughs> They're just so fascinating to me. I don't I don't understand my draw to them, but I should probably not venture into that. <laughs> I think, well, like you said, I think they're what makes them even more fascinating to learn about is there's not enough about them out there. So you, yeah. wanna, you have to keep digging for more. But so. I advise, I advise this right here and right now, do not dig too far. Never dig too far and shit like that. Because even though I'm obsessed with them and I dig, I know when to stop. Because I don't want to see one. I don't want to encounter one because it's encountering a demon. And I'm not about that life because I've already done that. And I don't need to revisit it. Thanks. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so if you do want to learn more about them, of course, you know, venture off, do your own thing. But just be careful. <laughs> like... Please be careful. That shit is real. Whether you believe it or not, it's real. So, 
All right, guys, so we're diving into Christmas time coming up next week. We will be back on our regular regular schedule day. <laughs> Where's that skinwalker again? <laughs> he comes through. I don't understand. Damn it. Uh, our regularly... <laughs> <laughs> Regularly scheduled day. Got it. Still a piece of garbage. <laughs> um, we'll be back next Wednesday to talk about Krampus. It's that time of year. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk about Krampus, y'all. <laughs> um, Krampus is going to be a fun topic to talk about. Uh, and I don't mean the movie. I mean the actual, like, Krampus. We're going to talk about the entire, like, history German of Krampus. folklore and... comes directly from German folklore. I mean, it's I'm sure so we'll reference fun. Krampus because that movie is incredible, but... <laughs> oh my god, that movie's amazing. I cannot When you go into it, it expecting it to be a serious horror movie, it ends up being campy as fuck. Oh, like, it was incredible. <laughs> Everything about that movie is amazing. I think I might watch that Black Friday. Just the game. So, <laughs> if like you've it. seen the movie, you'll know why it's appropriate to watch on Black Friday. Seriously. And um, our girl's in it. Uh, Toni Collette. She is. She I is always forget she's the mom. Uh, love her so much. Yeah. Uh, Tony Collette's in Krampus it, so. is a every single year watch for me. It's a Christmas horror. It's it's in there now. It's it's my Christmas. It's got to be up there in one of my Christmas movies. Definitely. So yeah, come back next week. We'll talk about all about Krampus. I'm very excited about it. Next but yeah, week. the whole month of December is going to all be. So you know, we'll stick with our our serial killer. We'll have our haunted place, but everything is going to be Christmas themed. Everything. Christmas time is. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> Little clap. Charlie Brown always gets me in the mood, yo. Oh, yes. <laughs> There's that Christmas time is here song. I'm like, oh, yes. Yes. And Merry Christmas, darling, from the Carpenters. Yeah. Every time. Yep. I want to make hot cocoa and decorate my tree. Oh, and... Greeting cards have all been sent. The Christmas rushes through. I'm like... <laughs> I love that song so much. I, I do too. I, I love it. the Carpenters anyway. Oh. oh my God, let me tell you something. We, <laughs> we are two people that to look at us and say, ooh, Carpenter fans, you would never in a million fucking years. Girl, I'm over here watching Frozen 2 like a fucking four-year-old, so <laughs> Carpenters is probably not a... <laughs> no, but I've told people that I'm a Carpenters fan. They're just like, what? People freak out when I say I'm a Bee Gees fan. They're that like, too. They're just like, what? And I'm like... I was like, why not? They're okay. amazing. Like, if you don't like not? the Bee Gees, you're just not a person. You're anyway. not. You're a skinwalker. You're, <laughs> you're a skinwalker. You're a you skinwalker. If you don't. <laughs> you fucking fucking. Okay. So a word from our sponsor. I was gonna do a Christmas thing, but my brain was like, "What could we do?" I don't. I don't mm. Anyway, as the dog bark, as the <laughs> our own skinwalker. Calm your body down. Christmas bells. Yay! Ring like Christmas that. bells, caroling, ring, they all the world, Jesus is king. See, I can't hear that song without thinking fucking goddamn family guy ruined it. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Ding. 
See, I think about Family Guy ruins the beginning of everything. Oh, let's see. I need to watch that movie again. It's so good. It's been forever. Oh. Such a great movie. <laughs> I was not expecting that. That song makes you think about Home Alone. Hi, 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 I'm dreaming. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. It's on that too. Everybody's like, what? Sorry, guys. We do, as much as we love horror and Halloween, I'm in the Christmas mood. I'm ready. When I'm, I'm ready for Christmas, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all in there. But I'm still like, Krampus! Black Christmas! <laughs> yes. Which is happening in two weeks, guys. Black Friday. Black Friday. Friday the 13th. I almost thought you were going to say Black Philip. I, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> he can come too. Fuck he it. Why not? Why not? Black Philip can join us. <laughs> yes, there's a Friday the 13th in December. Okay. We could call a it nightmare, nightmare before, before Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yes. So speaking of Christmas, Christmas bath bombs. Yay. So excited. Um, ring Christmas baths. Merrily ring. <laughs> Fill up your tub. Up to the ring. <laughs> merry, 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 merry Christmas. Um, so there are candy cane peppermint scents. I am so proud of these. Like... And Y'all, I'm super stoked about these. Yeah, you're gonna I'm smell super like a, stoked. You're gonna smell like a candy cane. Um, and then the other one are the uh, sugar cookie scents. Um, I put a cute little caption on there, like leave these for Santa instead of cookies. Um, hey, he needs to take good baths too. I'm pretty sure Santa's gonna need a fucking calm your body down bath bomb after the night. There's, there's your, um, your... Yep. <laughs> like, well, here you we go. There's your um what is the advertisement? Oh my god. Hell yeah. There's That'll your advertisement great. right there. Leave these for Santa. I should keep the cookies. Yes. I'll eat the cookies. He can Santa sometimes needs a bath. I'm I'm telling you. Or Mrs. Claus a anyway. Tough job. Both of them. Both of them. Just take a bath together. There's your room. For both. This is true. <laughs> He's a really big dude. He needs to go to on keto. Like Santa and Mrs. Claus need to be on keto. Keto uh, diet coming soon. <laughs> now you dear for old man. For Christmas. Um, yeah, guys, so they just went on sale on the Etsy shop. Um, I am going to be doing a um I haven't really decided exactly what I'm going to be doing yet but I am going to have a uh, Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale after Thanksgiving. So um everything on the site including the new Christmas bath bombs will be a part of that sale. Um I'm not exactly sure what it's going to entail but stay tuned. Um there will be something posted throughout the week so just keeping keep checking back on the uh Instagram page. Uh, thank you again, guys, so much for everything and all your support. Um, the comp, the uh, Instagram is at CURBD. The Etsy shop, just search Calm Your Body Down. Um, everything is uh, free shipping with the DFWTO coupon code. And uh, that's it. Thanks, guys. Calm your body down. Christmas. Christmas. Bell. It's a Christmas bell. There you go. Makes I me like think it. of the bell from um It's a Christmas bell. Jesus Christ. Polar Express. My brain. I was like, Jesus Christ I... came with bells. 
Oh, no, you can't do that. I will cry. I will cry. Don't. No. No. We can't. No crying. No Polar Express. There's no crying in baseball. No. No crying. <laughs> no, no, crying. Cry. no crying. No crying. No crying. No crying. Okay, guys. So I think that about wraps everything up. Have I remembered everything? I oh, think. no. Social media. That's it. And then we're that's, that's what it was. The social. Social media. So first of all, again, huge thank you to all of our new subscribers on Podbean. We're almost to 1,200. Holy shit. That's awesome. What? What? That's pretty crazy. Right? Um, So if you do want to follow us on CastBox... What? If you do want to follow us, we're to subscribe. That way you can get notifications every time we post an episode. (laughs) I'm so sorry. We'll we'll, we'll get through this. We'll get Um, through this together. Please subscribe on CastBox, Podbean, Podcast Player, Podcast Addicts, and Spotify. Um, if you would like to send us an email, questions, concerns, anything like that, please email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't fuck with the original. Spell it to the apostrophe. I think that's it now. Yes. Okay. The socials, the, all that good stuff. The emails, the, where to listen. Don't forget next week. Yes. Crap-ash. 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 Okay, bye. Bye.